the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Here's a story that um, we dealt with before. Charlene Carter. I don't know whether you recognize that name, but uh, she was a flight attendant for uh, Southwest Airlines for many years. Uh, She is a pro-life Christian. And uh, she was fired back in 2017 because... She put her pro-life beliefs on Facebook. Yeah. Well, don't we have freedom of speech here in America? Well, well, it, it depends. Uh, she uh, protested her union, which was the Transportation Workers of America Union, because they took her union dues and supported pro-abortion activities. So, not only did she put her pro-life beliefs on Facebook, she criticized her union. Now, she didn't criticize Southwest Airlines. Are you following me? On Facebook, she said, I am pro-life. I don't believe in abortion. On Facebook, she said, I am very troubled that the union that represents my profession supports abortion And I am not going to pay union dues any longer because I don't support abortion. Again, she did not criticize Southwest Airlines. But Southwest Airlines fired her. Yeah, for expressing her Christian beliefs. Well, she sued. The the ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom, uh, defended her, and you may remember she won just this past July. She was awarded $5.1 million, and the federal judge ordered Southwest Airlines to give her back her job. Well... You would think after all the bad publicity, Southwest Airlines would just quietly pay the $5.1 million, give the woman her job back, and just hope that it went away. Uh, they didn't. Uh, no, they, they've, they have appealed. Well, they're probably going to lose the appeal. And in the appeal, the U.S. District Judge Brantley Starr was upset by the way, the attorneys at Southwest Airlines handled the whole thing. And Monday of this week, U.S. District Judge Brantley Starr 
ordered the Southwest Airlines employees, you ready for this, to attend an eight-hour training session conducted by the Alliance Defending Freedom, which is the Christian organization that defended uh, Charlene, uh, is it Charlene? Yeah, Charlene Carter. Isn't that great? And uh, the lawyers uh, for Southwest Airlines have until August 28th to attend an eight-hour training conducted by the Alliance Defending Freedom on the religious liberties and freedoms of employees. Now, the reason for that is Southwest had been ordered to um, send out a memo to all of their employees as a result of this case. They had to pay this woman $5.1 million, give her back her job, and also uh, to send out a a memo uh, to all of their employees, we will not discriminate against you because of your religious convictions. Well, Southwest didn't do that. Under the direction of their attorneys, they didn't do that. And that's why U.S. District Judge Brantley Starr was so upset. Starr uh, Monday said Southwest flouted the order that he had given by instead of telling employees that the court ordered us to inform you that Southwest does not discriminate against any employees for their religious practices, and beliefs. Well, they didn't do that. Uh, So anyway, this is going to be interesting to continue following this. So not only did Charlene Carter win her case, it looks like Southwest is going to lose their appeal. Southwest Airlines is a billion-dollar company. $5.1 million? Nothing. I mean, that is nothing. Why? Why wouldn't they just quietly pay the fine, do what the judge told them to do, and just hope that it would go away? Well, they have an agenda. And that's sad. Speaking of agenda, I don't know whether you heard about this, but Porsche, yeah, the, the auto company, the, uh, I don't know a whole lot about Porsches. But I do recognize the 911 model, which is one of the most popular models that Porsche ever produced. Well, they are marking the 60th anniversary of the classic 911 Porsche. So they developed an ad campaign, and they filmed part of it in Lisbon, Portugal. You know, international flavor. So anyway, uh, they filmed it in uh, Lisbon, Portugal. Well, Lisbon, Portugal is famous for a lot of things, but one of them is the Christ the King landmark. Have you seen the uh, the Jesus statue? It's uh, is it Buenos Aires or uh, Sao Paulo? It's Buenos Aires, I believe. It's a gigantic Jesus statue up on the mountain overlooking the city in Brazil. Well, this in Lisbon is kind of a copy of that. It's not quite as big. But it's very, very prominent. Well, when Porsche filmed the ad, they photoshopped 
the statue of Jesus out. The pedestal is there upon which the statue stands, but they they clearly intentionally photoshopped out Jesus. Well, it created a great deal of outrage. It uh, took a few days, but finally Portia said, Oh my goodness, that was a mistake. Really? How could you mistakenly edit out probably the most prominent feature of the skyline of Lisbon, Portugal? Hmm, yeah. Well, it lit up social media. Uh, One person said, looks like Porsche doesn't want Christians buying their cars. Another says, well, guess if Porsche can edit Jesus out of their video, we can edit them out of our memories. Apparently, Porsche doesn't care about Christians, and on and on and on and on and on. Well, Porsche has said, We apologize. We didn't mean to. It was an accident. It was a mistake. Oh, my goodness. We are so sorry. Well, I'm glad they apologized. But it was not a mistake. Obviously, it was intentional. And when they uh, faced the, uh, the pushback, they changed their mind. Now, whether they're going to redo the ad or whether they're just going to scrap the ad... Well, they're not they're not talking. So anyway, Porsche apologizes for removing Jesus from their 9-11-60th anniversary ad, and they have simply said it is a mistake. Yeah, right. All right, we're going to take the uh, final break of uh, the uh, of the day. We'll be back and wrap things up. It's really interesting, the, the, the blatant bias of news networks. I'll give you an illustration well, when we return. wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower weekend at crosspower.net. And if you're a regular listener, well, if you're a thinker, you know that the tide is turning on this whole transgender issue here in America. The tide has already turned in most of the rest of the world. I keep saying it. We're the outliers. We are so far behind the rest of the world Most of the rest of the world has had a real awakening. Transgenderism is a fantasy. It doesn't exist scientifically. And these uh, hormone blockers, puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, uh, gender-affirming surgeries are incredibly dangerous, harmful, and have no scientific foundation whatsoever. The rest of the world already knows that. No, not here in America, but 
There is a turning. And the medical community that is desperately trying to continue to deny real science because gender-affirming care, as it is called, is very lucrative. A whole lot of money. And they don't want to give up the money. You mean, Bob, there are actually doctors who would destroy little children for money? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sadly. Mm -hmm. And there are politicians who will support them for political power. Anyway, the uh, mainstream media is resisting what the rest of the world is beginning to realize. And that's why I found this headline entertaining, shall we say. Headline. This is from CNN, okay? Transgender and non-binary patients have no regrets about top surgery. But that's not the end of the uh, headline. Yeah, now let let me read you the whole headline now. Transgender and non-binary patients have no regrets about top surgery. Small study finds. So right in the headline, they admit, well, it was uh, kind of small. There weren't a whole lot of people involved. Just, uh, But, you know, we looked and we finally found some people that had no regrets about top surgery. <clears throat> small study finds. Yeah, small study. Oh, my goodness. Uh, no, nah, I'm not even going to give them any more attention. Small study finds. Um, speaking of a study, here is one that was not a small study. This was a large study, peer-reviewed, uh, released uh, two months ago. The large study indicated, and I'm quoting, most women who have abortions say they wish they had not. 60%, this is a peer-reviewed large study of women who have had abortions, a full 60% said they would have carried their child to term if they had greater emotional or financial support or both which is, by the way, exactly what pregnancy care centers provide. Yeah, those centers that many states are trying to shut down? Mm -hmm. Quote, two-thirds said their decision to abort their child violated their own values and preferences. Quote, their choice was, it turns out, not really what they would have wanted. A full 24%, one half of all the women surveyed, described their abortion as either unwanted or coerced. So 60%, 60% of women who have had an abortion said, if I had financial help and emotional support, I never would have aborted my child. One-fourth of the women said, I didn't want to abort my child. I was coerced. 
There is a new piece of legislation being proposed in the House of Representatives by Representative Ashley Hinson, a Republican from Iowa, which would require the federal government to provide care for abortion-minded women who would change their mind. It's called the Providing for Life Act. Quote, it's a comprehensive pro-family legislative package that values life at all stages, including after birth. It provides the support that mothers and children need through a public-private partnership that builds, block by block, a culture of life. Hinson's bill, also sponsored by Marco Rubio in the Senate, would save countless babies and mothers from the heart-wrenching choice of abortion. I hope we'll be hearing more about this. Again, it is called the Providing for Life Act. The Providing for Life Act, introduced in the House of Representatives by Representative Ashley Hinson, a Republican from Iowa, and uh, sponsored in the Senate by uh, Florida Republican Senator Marco Rubio. Again, I hope we hear much more about that. I've got about 20 seconds. I just looked at a church's website and looked at their statement of faith. And the first thing I look for in a statement of faith is what do they believe about the Scriptures? And what I'm looking for is we believe the Bible is without error. It is infallible. Oh, they danced around the issue. They've said, we like the Bible a lot. We really do. But mm, be careful, folks. And I'm out of time. Thank you for joining me. Uh, it's It's been an unusual day. Hope you have a wonderful evening. But please, wherever you go and whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.